You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back to Vivint Smart Home Arena. Time for the Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder as the Jazz get ready for the Rockets. There's a quote that kind of runs around the NBA that their coaches say there's two nights in which they have no idea what they're getting out of their team. The night, first game before the All-Star break and the first game after the All-Star break, I guess that would probably classify you had to be a bit surprised last night. I don't mean to disagree with you, but I felt like I knew what was we were going to do, and we just didn't do it. And, you know, we've got to continue to focus on the things that we're not doing and, and doing. Let's go back to the last Rockets game. You throw 300-plus passes, which in the previous about 12 games, you'd average about 230 against them. You had the same amount of drives you usually do. You had the same amount of picks you usually do. And you've had two straight good offensive numbers against them. What are you doing offensively against their switching defense that's allowing you to stay kind of in jazz basketball? Well, I think we're, we're – we're driving the ball earlier on the clock, and I think one of the misconceptions about you know what we're, when we talk about how we play is you know the, the ball has to move a bunch before you attack, and there's times that that's advantageous, and there's other times like against Houston when you you move the ball around and all they do is switch everything, and then you're driving the ball later in the clock, and you know the key for us is to you know to drive it and drive it quickly. Um, and make quick decisions, and that that's what allows the ball to move. And, and a lot of times the ball will move after you drive. A unique thing to the two games of them is that Rudy, I think, has had four shots in one game and five in the other, five and six. They're, what are they doing that takes shot attempts away from Rudy, and then what's the answer to that? Well, the answer, Rudy is an all-star. So we don't need to obsess about how many shots any one player gets. We need to obsess about everybody defending. And against Houston, you know, you have to defend a different way. Um, they, you know, they try to take Rudy away from the basket so that he can't impact the game as much defensively. And that can put us in rotations if we're trying to help each other and we're doing some things selectively um, from a tactical standpoint to, you know, to, to trap Harden or Westbrook. Rudy's, Rudy did an unbelievable job on Westbrook last time we played him. You know, he's been really the hottest player in the NBA. And on the offensive end, you know, it's a credit to Rudy that, you know, their game plan is to surround him. And they, they're really physical. Um, and if, if Rudy gets hung up on, you know, trying to seal and, and trying to get the ball early in the clock, you know, it doesn't allow the lane to be open. And, and that's the key that, you know, for Rudy, you know, to really understand and buy into the fact that, you know, it's a compliment to him that they've got three guys surrounding him. And... You know, it's it, it may be another game like that, um, 
the first time we played him, we didn't guard. Um, next time we played, we guarded better, um, but we did attack. And where Rudy can really impact the game and you know, on the offensive end is by just eating the glass, just getting all over the offensive boards. Since the last five games, since they've traded Capella, their offensive rating when James Harden's on the floor is a 124. Mm-hmm. What does this spread floor allow him to do? Well, it, it gives him... You know, it gives him more space, and you know he's still, you know, so effective. That, you know, the other night getting to the foul line, you just can't foul him. That's the, probably the thing we did best last time we played him is we didn't put him on the line, um, and that means that when the floor is spaced, that other guys, you know, have to be ready to fire over and help and protect the rim. And when the ball goes out, you got to be ready to scramble and rotate, and you know, try to at least put pressure on them shooting three-point shots. Um, you're going to give some of those up. Hopefully you can give them up in the high quadrant and not the corner. Coach, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That's head coach Quinn Snyder. Let's go over here for Mike D'Antoni. In the last matchup when they had Gobert guard Westbrook and then there were all sorts of in-game adjustments that you made with picks, And what's that process? Do you just go back into your memories of 20, 30 years of doing this? Do you like How do you come up with in-game adjustments like that and, and how many of those are actually made inside of a game on Spotify? Well, you kind of have a plan going in. What 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 are the optimal? You know, what what, what do you really want to do? And but it never works. I mean, I don't know why I think about it because it never is. Uh, gets all screwed up. Uh, a lot of it comes to players themselves. Where they when we talk in timeout. Where do you feel comfortable? I think I can get him there. Then get him. You know. So it's player driven a lot. And then we'll see something. It's just the coach will see something. Uh, it's kind of first row. We'll see something, and we'll just you know figure it out. And uh, just anybody wants to chime in, we're just trying to. And it changes, and it changes, you know, they'll change how they guard something, then we'll try to change. It just keeps going back and forth. In regards to player adjustments, James is up there conducting. How remarkable is his ability to see the floor and move people to what he wants? Uh, it's good. I mean, it's, it's about as good as it gets because he, he, that's what he likes. He likes have the ball, everybody in front, and he can figure it out. He doesn't like all that moving around, and I learned that right when I got here, and you kind of can see years before. He does not like that because he likes to know that guy's there, that guy's there, I can do this, and uh, it makes it a lot easier for him. Quinn's told a story in a playoff series in which there was an offensive rebound, and he drove to the basket, and Capella was in a different spot because it was off an offensive rebound. The next time down, James moved Capella to that spot for two straight plays, and it was something that they thought you'd never run before. Right. How often does James do something like that? Uh, pretty much. Pretty much, because like I said, every game's a different story and everybody will guard us differently and you know Rudy uh, he, he is a challenge you know to try to get him out where he's really good because he's one of the best in the league not the best at guarding the realm can't have him there and if he's there tonight then we lost that battle but uh, we got to get him out and then and go from there 